Welcome back for your Buckeye Talk headlines from Cleveland.com for the week of October 2nd. Doug Maurice here. Football's getting rolling. Practice has started. Big Ten season starting on October 24th, as you know. So a little more football talk here in our headlines. The five big things going on with Ohio State football. Of course, we continue to monitor everything around the uh, coronavirus, everything related to the Ohio State Athletic Department budget. But let's talk a little ball as we delve into your headlines. Thanks for listening here, and make sure you listen to our Buckeye Talk podcast five days a week from Cleveland.com. Ohio State receiver Chris Olave wasn't going anywhere. The junior spoke with reporters this week for the first time since Ohio State's Fiesta Bowl lost to Clemson, which ended with Olave breaking off a route and Justin Fields throwing a game-ending interception for the Buckeyes because he expected Olave to go one way, and the receiver trying to make a play and believing that Fields was breaking out of the pocket, broke off his route. Olave was a huge contributor to the Buckeyes last year, but that is a tough way to end a season. And speaking with reporters this week for the first time since then, he said that no matter what would have happened with Ohio State's 2020 season, he would have been back if they wouldn't have played. He was not going to allow that moment to be his final moment in an Ohio State uniform. So as a junior... If they had not played football this fall, we saw we've seen some players opt out. Maybe if they would have tried to play it in the the winter or the spring, maybe say the coronavirus was bad enough that you couldn't play football. He was not going to let his career end that way. Olave said, "I care so much about this team and this university. The first couple of months was tough. I still don't think I've gotten over it, especially during quarantine with all that free time. When I found myself getting bored and I was going through it, I just wanted to work out." So I found myself working out two to three times a day, just trying to take my mind off things. Again, none of the teammates, none of the coaches blame Chris Olave for what happened in that loss to Clemson, but he is motivated. He is back for his junior season as Ohio State's number one receiver. And again, the idea of of that being the way he was going to go out, he was never going to let that happen. So to follow the receivers, to follow the rest of the Ohio State Buckeyes, make sure you listen to Buckeye Talk. Make sure you read everything about Ohio State at cleveland.com slash OSU. Ohio State football looks to be zeroing in on another football recruit in the class of 2021. I'm Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. Zen Machalski, an offensive tackle from Indiana who was previously committed to Louisville, has said he will announce his college choice on Saturday. He decommitted from Louisville recently, has that Ohio State offer, and most people expect he will pick the Buckeyes. If he does, he will become the number 20 player. In this Ohio State 2021 class, he would be the lowest ranked position player in the class, only ahead of punter Jesse Murko from Australia. He doesn't really have a rating. Machalski is the number 625 player in the class of 2021, according to, according to 247 Sports. He's a three-star recruit, again, had been committed to Louisville. Ohio State has been uh, trying to nail down sort of a final offensive tackle in this class. They had some much uh, higher ranked recruits that they were targeting early on that didn't work out and it looks like they're going to wind up with this player out of indiana 6'6 288 pounds zen machalski expect him to be a buckeye on saturday for all your ohio state recruiting needs make sure you are reading cleveland.com slash osu among the ohio state players to watch this fall second year receiver jameson williams one of the veterans in the ohio state receiver room chris olave and garrett wilson much bigger known quantities, and then a lot of true freshmen who might play, should play for the Buckeyes at receiver this year. And sort of in between is Williams, who was a top 100 recruit coming in, did not play much as a freshman in 2019. Explosive speed, 
has been compared at times to the fastest Ohio State receiver in recent memory, Ted Ginn Jr. Nobody is the next Ted Ginn Jr. at Ohio State. But Jamison Williams should have a role for the Buckeyes this year, and they want him to go past that speed. Brian Hartline, the receiver's coach, told reporters this week of Jamison Williams, you're trying to operate in a world of, what if I wasn't that fast, Hartline said. And if you're able to embody that approach, a really special player can come out of that. Jamison Williams said, I really don't rely on my speed unless it's a go ball and I need it for separation. I really try to focus more on the route part. So he has the natural talent. He has more experience than a lot of other guys there. This is a guy to watch. Really highly ranked recruit. Great natural talent. A year in the program. Possible breakout player for the Ohio State Buckeyes in 2020. Jamison Williams. To find out more about the Ohio State receivers and every other part of the roster, listen to Buckeye Talk from Cleveland.com, wherever you find podcasts, and read Ohio State coverage at Cleveland.com slash OSU. Always interesting to check in on the latest batch of Ohio State self-reported NCAA violations. Nothing major in the latest batch of violations obtained through an open records request by Cleveland.com this week. The violations for the 2019-2020 academic year, 27 minor violations. This is Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. It's silly, right? That's some of the things that you like to stumble across. Two that stood out. Again, nothing major here. This is par for the course. A school like Ohio State self-reporting a lot of these things. Better safe than sorry. And really no outcome to most of these minor violations. But two of them, one of them in the wrestling program, a wrestler made an official visit and was given a personalized placemat at dinner. The director of recruiting operations for Ohio State incorrectly believed that the placemat could be larger than eight and a half by 10 inches, which is the limit for normal recruiting materials that you mail out. Correspondence, the NCAA calls it. They thought the placemat can be bigger because the wrestler wouldn't be taking the placemat home. But no. The placemat was too large. So a violation for the Ohio State Wrestling Program for a placemat that was too large. Also, incorrect usage of a smoke machine. The wrestling program allowed that same recruit to have pictures taken with a smoke machine after a match. Ohio State said that the program was aware of the, quote, three prongs, end quote, that comprise a not permitted game day simulation by NCAA rules, such as, you know, running onto the field in a fake way or doing fake introductions. However, Ohio State was unaware that the smoke machine counted as one of those prongs as a smoke machine was not specifically mentioned in the NCAA rules. This is what the NCAA rulebook is like. It's always interesting to get a little peek into those. It's funny. It's silly. It makes you pull your hair out. It wonders why this is the way that we govern amateur sports in this country, but it is what it is. But no major violations for Ohio State. To read more about it, Check out cleveland.com slash OSU. Money, a big issue for the Ohio State Athletic Department and for every college athletic department right now. This is Doug Maurice from cleveland.com. Ohio State expecting a more than $100 million athletic department shortfall this year because of the coronavirus. That's the bad news. We knew that. Good news revealed a little bit this week, if you can call it good news. Ohio State explaining that in the 2019-2020 fiscal year, the Buckeyes in their athletic department brought in $228 million in revenue. That broke the record, the previous record, by $18 million. So that gave Ohio State a little extra padding. They had about $17 million in reserve before this season, which is helping slightly to offset the losses from the lack of ticket revenue, the lower TV rights because of fewer games this year, 
everything affected by the coronavirus. Ohio State and the Big Ten not at the moment planning to have any fans in the stands for football games other than a few family members. So $100 million that they're missing, but at least they came in with a little more than expected. Again, this is one of the largest athletic departments in the country in every single way, money included. 2019-2020 year, $228 million in revenue for the Ohio State Athletic Department. To read more about this kind of thing, plus what's going on on the field, listen to our Buckeye Talk podcast from Cleveland.com, but read also. Make sure you read it at Cleveland.com slash OSU. I'm Doug Maurice.